0: right anybody ever had a problem with one of these (laughs) would you like to tell us about it Yes? Um, I was going for my first time up to the accessible hotel. Uh-huh. And I go to the safe hands one. Yeah. And
1: I was going up the M6 toll. And I stopped at a, a service station on the M6 toll. And apparently this is a known feature on the sat labs. When I came out, it took me all the way back down to the calling oh. service <laughs>
0: Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, frustrating. So now frustrating. I know what to do. I have to go on paper until uh-huh. I'm the M6 yeah. toll. Apparently yeah. it's a known feature on site maps to do that.
1: Interesting. If you ever go that way, you stop at the service station on the M6 toll, make sure you know which way you're going. You just want to back down. Yes. yes. Oh
0: no! <laughs> <laughs> Good question. And you we going
1: to Interesting story. Great. Oh no! And he was so upset. I just find
0: it like just like (laughs) one. And he goes, that's not me. I'm not (laughs) joining (laughs) you. Brilliant, excellent. Well, thank you for those. I mean, sorry, carry on. Yes. (laughs) The daylight, that's scary but she just very good right so interesting to think through these things in terms of what do we trust in to get us from one place to another. How many times have we s- jumped into a car typed in the postcode, pressed go, and relied on one of those things to get us, you know. We blindly follow, turn left, turn right, et etc. et cetera. And, you know, most of the time, they do a good job, but uh, as we've heard, sometimes we go a little um, off-piste, shall we say. So, you know, that's a sort of outside-in approach to guidance, but then... On the, on the flip side of that, yes, we can blindly follow the turn left, turn right and all the rest of it, but then we still need, you know, our wits about us, our, you know, healthy, healthy, our health and all the rest of it from an inside out approach. But when we come to guidance from God, often a lot of people use this as a sort of try and use it as a GPS and it doesn't quite work like that, does it? But let's have a look at that and let's think through some, some issues. So, when we come to think about guidance, what do you think of when you think of God guiding us? What's your immediate reaction? Okay. Faith. Sorry? Faith, Faith yep. Goodbye, yep. Going the right way calm. Yep. Listening. Sorry? Listening. Listening. Yes, that's good. Excellent. So, first question. Do you want to flick that up? lot? Are we open to being guided? <coughs> we're looking at the series we're in at the moment. is from Proverbs about wisdom. And just thinking, are we open... You know, a lot of time we think, you know, we instruct our children or we instruct others when we're at work or whatever about this is what you need to be doing or whatever. And what sort of, you know, are they always open to hear that instruction? The same when we come to God. Are we open to be guided, to be led? Proverbs says there's a way that appears right, but in the end leads to death. And then this is a key, a key verse, trust in the Lord with all your heart. So, there's some trust to be had. Are we open to trusting are we, or are we relying on our own way? Because Proverbs says, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Are we doing, that? there's three things there, trusting, not relying on our own understanding, submitting to to God and then there's a result but this, this one for me was, Proverbs 20 was an interesting one a person's steps are directed by the Lord how then can anyone understand his own way think about that for a second we understand so little in reality of our own way um, <clears throat> you know are we trusting, what are we trusting in, do we know what's good for ourselves, we think we do, but um, you know, God knows far better than we do, so committing our ways to the Lord is a, is a much, is imperative in these situa- well in all situations, so following his guidance and submitting to his, his ways, so we need him in every, every day, in, not just for the big stuff, and then, sorry, Psalm 25, key to our attitude, God guides the humble. You know, when your children are not doing what they you know, they've set on their own way, is that humble? Whereas, what can I do? What do I need to do? There's a difference in attitude, isn't there? And then the flip side of that, in his pride, the wicked man does not seek him. In all his thoughts, there's no room for God. So attitude is key. But then, here's here's some good news. Do you want to go on to the next one? He's willing and promises to guide us. So if we get the attitude right, God's promise is there. Just think about this. Think about that top one for a minute. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. That's pretty, pretty clear, isn't it? I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. What does that say to you? Excellent. Sorry? He's watching you all the time. He is, yeah, absolutely. But what does it say about the... Sorry? Gives you confidence, yeah. It's not like we're trying to get an answer out of someone who's reluctant to tell us. No, that's very, very, very true. Okay. But we do need to listen for his instruction to yeah. think it. it means that he cares about us and it doesn't matter if you go wrong because he will cut us and use about their mind. Yeah. <laughs> it means he cares and make it doesn't matter if you make mistakes. Very true. Yeah. Sorry. Yep, definitely. And so another reference, for this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to the end. So, as Felix said, it gives you confidence, doesn't it? Get the attitude right. Coming to God, his promise and his emphasis, is his love towards us is, I want to lead you in the right way. And there's another verse in Psalm 143 that says, Teach me to do your will, um, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. So, let's, you know, let, let's, it's, it's good news. <clears throat> so, next one, Sam. So, are we prepared to ask for help? Do we believe God, as you said has got our best interests at heart. So, let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance. So, we're talking about wisdom. So, in the sense of, yeah, we need God's help. Are we prepared to come and ask for it? Because he's more than willing to give it. And James, uh, the book of James talks about if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives it freely. So, thinking about that. Because, in life, we're faced with a huge array of choices, aren't we? You know, if you went to the su- when you go to the supermarket, you could buy any of, what, 20 or 30,000 lines in that supermarket. You know, it's not just a question of two or three breakfast cereals, there's a whole category of them. Um, you know, and these days, in our generation, when it comes to the bigger situations in life looking at you know, things like marriage partners people now are you know, dating online you know, from anywhere in the world in jo- job situations you can now find a, a job anywhere around the world through, the, um, through any web- websites and such like so we have a huge array of, array of choice which is a great blessing but it's you know, asking where does God want us to be so, making the most of what uh, what life has for us, what God has for us. So, in the sense of um, Paul, talk, Paul talks in Ephesians about we're God's masterpiece. So, if you think about um, <clears throat> think about you know one of the famous painter, painters painting their masterpiece, you know they spent hours and hours you know perfecting it and all the rest of it we're god's masterpiece where god is working in us he's created you know he's created us anew in christ to do the good works he's planned for us to do so did, he designed us with purpose in mind so he wants to help us he's designed us for purpose so where do we find, how do we find that purpose and obviously Much of that purpose is he sent his son to die for us. That puts huge value on us, doesn't it? So, in the sense of some people think, oh, you know, plans and purpose and callings and all the rest of it is just for missionaries or ministers or whoever. But no, wherever you are, in whatever job or situation or whatever you do, you know, you can find calling and purpose in that situation. But sometimes, you know, we make mistakes. And you know, I thought God was leading me into this, but I was wrong. But as Judy says, God, God can help you in those situations. Um, there's a quote, a quote from Nelson Mandela who said, don't judge me by my successes, judge me by how many times I fall down and get back up again. In one sense, you know, there's something in, the, in that. But the key thing is God has purpose for you. Think of that, sat, going back to the good old satnavs, when you take a wrong turn, it's quite helpful as a machine because it redirects you, it recalculates, you know, take the next lift instead of the one you should have taken and all that kind of stuff. But it's only a machine. Whereas we're talking here, God loves us, as we've talked about, has the be- best interests at heart. And, you know, yes, we might take wrong turns, but He can work through those things for good. So, how do we look at <clears throat> how does God guide us? How does He speak to us? How does He um, work in situations to. Uh, so we, you know, so we can learn what, what, you know, what we're supposed to do and things like that. So <clears throat> there's a quote from Hebrews that says, Long ago, uh, many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. In these last days, he's spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, and through whom he also created the world. So he speaks to us by his son. But how does he do that? primarily through his Holy Spirit speaking as we read this. <clears throat> so we're going to look at five ways very quickly that God speaks to us. Do you want to do the next one? So it's all, sort of, well, they, they all line up with a C, but that's beside the point. Um, <clears throat> so firstly, the commanding, commands of scripture. This has to be our starting place. Obviously, there's a lot lot of scripture that talks about um, the benefits of paying attention to God's word. All scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, as you talked about earlier. The unfolding of your word gives light, um, further in Psalm 119 direct my footsteps according to your word, let no sin rule over me. So I don't know about you, but often I find God speaking to me through here. As you read it, you know, a verse jumps out at you. Things you might have read many times before, God speaks to you afresh through different things. And when it comes to, you know, decisions you're making, I know God has you know, spoken to me in the past, you know, Brought scriptures to remembrance that have just unlocked situations that, you know, you've been going round in, round in circles, and suddenly God brings a scripture to mind that really does um, help you see a way through and helps you move forward. But it's it's about it's about our relationship, isn't it? You know, developing our relationship with God through through our through reading, through prayer, through develop, learning to listen. And that's where we come to the next one, learning to listen to his voice in terms of how the Holy Spirit speaks to us. So in terms of, as Felix said, my sheep hear my voice. The Holy Spirit speaks to us, reminds us of things, helps us, you know, whether it's um, <clears throat> you know, from the Bible, or as we're praying, whatever it is, he helps to give us clarity about different situations. Um, there was a is it on there? Yes, in terms of the that reference to Acts 13 refers to when the church at Antioch were praying and while they were worshipping the Lord and fasting the Holy Spirit said set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work that I've called them to do. So after they'd prayed and fasted they placed hands on them and sent them out. Sent them out. Um, so in terms of God directs us through the Holy Spirit and helps us. And sometimes, you know, he guides in with an audible voice. You know, if you think of the story of Samuel, when he was called, God actually called to him with an audible voice. But, you know, most of the time it's through, you know, that's more often not as common as, um, you know, when God speaks to us through through the word and things like that. Um... And then, it's great to be together, isn't it? Great to be part of small groups and things like that, because, go on to the next one, the Council of the Saints. So, we can be helped by each other, you know, as we're praying together, as we're, you know, people are seeking answers to certain things. That's where other people can come alongside them, encourage them, you know, they might, you know, you might be seeking a, a word and somebody else might have a, you know, feel God saying something where they can input, input into that. And so, you know, listening to advice, listening to counsel from others who may be more mature in the faith and such like, but also testing that in terms of not just blindly accepting it, but allowing God to speak to you as well. Does that sit? Does that give me peace? You know, let God's peace rule in your heart. Don't just take it and go. It's I'm testing that to see that you know it lines up with what God is saying to me. Because common sense has to play a part as well, in terms of you know, God's promises. Of, promises of guidance weren't given us to sorry, weren't given to us to save us from thinking, were they? So in the sense of, uh, Paul says to Timothy, reflect on what I'm saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. Yes, it's good to listen to advice, but it has to be weighed. So don't, you know, use your mind, and as you're thinking, God can guide you. And so that can help you not with, not just God's general world, but specifics—whether it's for big, big decisions or for small ones. So, you know, th- there's things that we can learn from that, because God places us in situations to use the talents and gifts He's given us for, you know, to, for the purposes He wants fulfilled in those situations. And then, oftentimes, pe- you probably heard of people talking about. Um, Do you want to go on to the next one? God can use circumstance or circumstantial signs to help you um, understand where you need to be. You know, when one door opens and another door closes, you know, there's often, you know, God at work in those situations to see that, yes, it might not be how I expected, but God can make the way in those situations. So, let's just look at a quick example of that in terms of, um, in Acts 16, if you want to just turn there very briefly, if you've got a Bible. uh, This is part of Paul's journeys. And just Acts 16 verses uh, 6 onwards, Paul and his companions travelled through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mycenae, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Mysia and went down to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging sorry, begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding God had called us to preach the gospel to them. So God was closing one door, but another door was opening for profitable ministry. And then there's uh, Paul's story in uh, 1 Corinthians 16, where he talks about, but I will stay on at Ephesus until Pentecost but because a great door for effective work has opened to me and there are many who oppose me. So God opens doors but some, and other times he closes doors so circumstance can um, be God leading us and guiding us. Uh, <clears throat> but sometimes we can't see why he's doing it, we just have to trust. And that's you know, going back to what we talking about at the beginning. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. You know, I, sometimes we have to take those steps to. You know, I know in previous sort of a transition between from one job to another. You, you trust in the Lord. I'm stepping into this situation, but I don't, I don't quite see why. But, um, or I don't know what's going to happen. But God opens you know, m- many positives. From that, which you know, if you hadn't taken the step, you wouldn't have experienced necessarily. So, don't look back with regret, don't look around with worry, look up. Trust that God is working for your good in situations, even in those challenging situations. The key thing is walking in, in relationship with Him, reading the scriptures. Learning from him, listening to the Holy Spirit—what's He saying to you in your prayer times? Learning, listening to advice from Christians around you, but then engage the brain—you know, engage the brain as well. Allow the—you know—does it line up with what God, with what does it you know does what advice you're getting line up with here? And watching, so the circumstantial signs. Where's God opening a door where's one closing you know and your life can make a difference probably a far bigger difference than you actually realize so how are we doing for time right I was going to just Okay. Excellent. Thank you for that. Well, shall we get into, just have a time of prayer just to, you know, if there's things you're seeking guidance for, whether big or small, um, you know, if you want to get into groups of, I don't know, say three or four, and just, you know, if you're not comfortable with that, please feel free just to sit and, you know, think on what we just talked about. But if, it would be helpful to, to you to have some <coughs> prayer. Then, you know, get together with some others around you. Yeah. Let's pray together. Let's, you know, seek God. If you feel you've got something to share with the person you're praying for, feel free, and um, you know, weigh that when you receive it. And um, yeah, just be open to God. And al- okay, that's fine. All right. Go for it.